0: Please file your request for benefits with the Countermeasures Injury Compensation Program. Please visit injurycompensation.hrsa.gov to learn more and tell a friend. Out of Boston, Texas, you're
1: listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Here's your host,
0: Sheila Dean. Hello microphone. Hello, it is day 75 of 100 days of Colin. And we are ushering in as many people as we can get, so let's invite all the people. Woo-woo. let send all that's like come to the show. Okay. I'm gonna hit that and hit send. Okay, so it's Sunday. It's kind of relaxed. Um, I expect everybody to kind of be listening to this in retrospective, but uh, I have this stoicism in the art of happiness, which I have on tap, just in case things don't get uh, get live. I can do a reading that is totally enriching on a day like today. So. I'll be reading from chapter six of stoicism and the art of happiness. This is the discipline of action, you know, which I thought about, you know, if there were more listeners here, then I would say, you know, Hey, which which would you rather do goal development or discipline of action? So I'm going to choose for us because empty room. So this is the discipline of action. The Discipline of Action Stoic Philanthropy In this chapter, you will learn how Marcus Aurelius defines Stoic Discipline of Action in terms of three specific clauses attached to every intention. How to undertake any action with a reserve clause, having a serene detachment from the outcome. How actions are undertaken for the common welfare, in the service of mankind, and with a unified sense of purpose. What the Stoics meant by action in accord with value and the role of prudence and justice in selecting preferred outcomes. So, here we go. The Stoics say that the good man experiences nothing contrary to his desire or impulse or purpose on the account of the fact that in all such cases he acts with a reserve clause and encounters no obstacles, which are unanticipated. This is what you will see skillful ball players doing. None of them cares about the ball, as if there was something good or bad, but only about throwing it and catching it. But if we throw or catch the ball with anxiety and fear, what fun is left? How how will a player be in good form, and how will he keep his eye on the progress of the game? One will say, throw, another will say, don't throw, and a third, you've had your turn. And that wouldn't be a game, but a brawl. That's Epictetus. So what is the discipline of action? How can Stoics reconcile the discipline of the desire's emphasis on acceptance with the need for action in life? Doesn't accepting things just make us into passive doormats? How can action be undertaken in the real world, especially in complex human affairs, without compromising our serenity? There are some of the questions addressed by the Stoic Discipline of Action Hadot calls Epictetus' second discipline, action in the service of mankind. He interprets it as the virtue of living in harmony with other humans, the essence of stoic philosophy, or philanthropy, or love of mankind. In a more technical sense, Epictetus says that the discipline of action deals with specific cases of our impulses to action, meaning our intention to seek or avoid certain things in life. He adds that it concerns the Stoic duties or appropriate actions, acting in an orderly fashion, upon good reasons, and not carelessly. I think we have a caller. My goodness. Hello, Madison. Hey, Madison. Thanks for joining.
1: Hi. How are you doing, Sheila?
0: Well, I was, I was just conducting a, a, a quiet reading here of the discipline of action from uh, Stoicism and the Art of Happening, or Happiness, rather.
1: Okay, we'll keep going.
0: Okay, so as noted earlier, he adds, uh, "I ought not to be unfeeling like a statue, but I should maintain my relations both natural and acquired as a religious man, as a son, as a brother, a father, a citizen, in other words, it entails a psychological exercises and strategies designed to help the Stoic student do the right thing, invite some listeners consistently throughout the specific situations that arise in different areas of life and in the relationships with other people without compromising their commitment to virtue or their serenity marcus aurelius often seems to equate the discipline of action with the virtue of justice it must also be related to the process of appropriation that allows us to live in greater accord with the rest of mankind marcus appears to place greater emphasis on than epictetus on acting with justice and benevolence towards the rest of mankind However, when discussing the three disciplines, Marcus adds a very specific formula regarding the discipline of action, which he seems to attribute to Epictetus, although it's not in it's not in his surviving discourses. We should guard our impulses to action attentively, being mindful that all our intentions are undertaken, one with reserve clause, meaning that I add the caveat, as long as nothing prevents me, or fate permitting, acting with a philosophical attitude towards the outcome, and calmly accepting from the outside that things may not turn out as planned. They may not turn out as planned. So for the common welfare of mankind, meaning that all of my actions throughout life are dedicated to a single external target, serving a common purpose or at least not conflicting with it, which was ultimately harmony and friendship among the community of mankind and their collective flourishing and happiness. Three, in accord with value, meaning with practical wisdom and justice, dealing fairly with others by selecting those preferred external things that are reasonably judged to be most appropriate under the the specific circumstances. So I'm going to stop there. And refer to you, Madison So I'm reading this discipline of action Which is kind of like one of the Stoic Virtues, one of the many Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: We have these reserve So Let's talk about this reserve clause Meaning like, you know, as long as nothing prevents me And fate permitting You know As God wills it, if you will So um, A lot of people have a tough time Kind of allowing something else to kind of come in and say okay well it, it may it may not go the way i intend some people are are fine they're 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 realistic but a lot of there are some people who are fairly unrealistic and they don't want anybody to see or perceive or admit that it may not go as planned
1: what say you nice. Um, for example, for me, I'm, like, super practical whenever it comes to the, like, the thought. Because going back to, like, saving yourself for marriage and stuff like that, very rarely do people do it because there's a practicality to it.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) Okay, that seems like, I mean, it, I, is this what you're, in terms of, like, action, or making a goal, or,
1: yeah, you know? like, making a goal. Like, a lot of, because there was actually one person that, um, I knew that she was going to, that, that was, like, dead, her, dead set her mind.
0: Yeah. And,
1: nope,
0: didn't work out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty, um, as fate permitting. Right? Yeah, but, and also... Why, I mean, was... and it, what was it that, that, that got in the way? Was it a, a massive train wreck? Was it, uh, you know, a comet from the sky? Like, what happened? Briefly.
1: uh, She fell madly in love with the dude.
0: A different guy.
1: Yeah, a different guy, and nope. Ugh. They ended up getting married by the end of it, though, so...
0: Okay, well, I mean, that's... That's I, she got found a different way to reach the same goal, just yeah. wasn't with that one person. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Um, and another thing, it's kind of like whenever you go to work out, right? And it's like working out. You have an intended goal of like, let's just say you have an intended goal of like losing fifty pounds, right? I want to mm. lose 50, fifty pounds. Well, you know life gets in the way a lot of the times especially for you know us ladies we have hormone you know issues that you know causes us to crave things that bitch slaps us to square one um (laughs) such as a menstrual cycle that makes me crave like like bad things they're very like, very like sh-
0: bad. Room. Sugar and chocolate yeah. and and salt. Sugar,
1: yeah, sugar, chocolate, fried chicken, mac and cheese, um, like those things rather than It's sabotage.
0: It's 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 utter yeah. and It's utter sabotage. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm losing every single day. It's ridiculous. Mm.
0: So I guess, I guess one of the things is if you're going to develop a goal around, around these sea changes, you know, these, these desires, because desire is one of those things that, that stoicism mm-hmm. is, uh, is it's a way for the mind to appropriate desire, like mm-hmm. desires, desires exist. Um, they don't deny that they exist, but they, they set them aside, meaning like, okay, you know and, and and kind of stoic realism it doesn't mean that you don't have a feeling it doesn't mean that you don't deny your feeling you're just saying this is more important than my feelings yeah and that's really that's really hard for people a lot of people to kind of like adjust to you know but they they have to kind of sit there and kind of work with it for a little bit like this actually is more important than my feelings you have to kind of step aside or step back from your feelings and say Okay, there is something actually more important than my ego. Right. What it, is, what it is that you know the baby in the armchair really wants right now. <laughs> you know whether. Yeah, it's... like,
1: like for right? Example, yeah, right. Like I had, I actually had a not ne- not necessarily a weight loss goal; was more of a weight gaining goal. Oh,
0: okay. And, weight management.
1: Yeah, weight. Ma- yeah, weight management goal because. I, um, got really depressed back in 2021, I think, back, Mm. I think, like, not 2021, but I think in 2020, right around the time the pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that was a really
0: depressing period for most people.
1: Yeah, and so, I lost 20 pounds. I was, like, I went from being 127 pounds to being a 7 pounds.
0: Yeah. Okay. And...
1: It was badly, and I felt like I lost every bit of my femininity. I felt like I lost everything, you know? Like, I, Well, your I, body
0: changed. Your body changed and the yeah. way you look at yourself also kind of can get pretty distorted when you're depressed, right?
1: hmm
0: Yeah. So you're harder I on meant... yourself than you would normally be, right? Yeah.
1: And so I could see my ribs and everything like I could not stand that look I couldn't stand Mm. the fact that I could see my ribs I couldn't stand the fact that I could see you know like there were certain like my sister it didn't come off
0: right away so how did I mean did you establish a goal or did you do micro goals or how how is it that you kind of manage that situation to where you would just start start doing something about it because that's that's the discipline of action.
1: Uh, like you with you the...
0: accept that it's not going to happen. Like, like your your circumstances won't improve without action. Yeah. But you have to stick with a process in order to get that goal. And I, so,
1: the... uh, go ahead to, to gain the weight. Like, because mm-hmm. for me, I gained. I had to gain weight. I actually had the opposite. For me, sometimes for me, I actually had the opposite problem. I am trying to gain weight rather than trying to. Keep like lose it because back in twenty twenty so, like, so you had yeah. to
0: focus on on your goal right yeah. you had to focus on what it was so so how did you start did you begin like small like by eating like five hundred more calories a day or how did you go about doing it
1: I just just in between meals like every two hours I would like a smoothie of some of some sort that was like high in fat that was like high in you know that was really really not necessarily really, really sweet, but I would have, like, smoothies to replace, you know, the carbs that I was trying to lose, because for me, it was me trying to eat. I had trouble eating. And okay,
0: okay. So, you I ate trouble... something that was easier to, to to ingest, like something that you yeah. could s- sip through a straw, you know, you didn't have to really think about it too much, but, it, you know, but it, but the nutrition was getting in your system. Yeah okay i mean that that makes total sense that yeah. makes that makes complete sense i mean it's Cause not I already because i already like
1: for me whenever i got really depressed and i was struggling to eat something mm-hmm. i like because i i didn't eat much i lost like i was like i went from one thir- 128 to 107 i was r- right around there and holy crap i looked terrible it was bad. Yeah, you, I had, you weren't
0: enjoying it. You weren't. Yeah. You weren't having a good day.
1: Yeah, my mom was. my My mom is all jelly bean, but I was like, this is this is called depression. I don't know if you know this or not, but
0: that, that Be- this is, people yeah. lose weight during when, when they have bouts of depression. Yeah. Now people were excusing a lot of that by saying, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to drop a ton of weight, crap ton of weight because COVID, you know, and, and that means I'm trying to survive. But I think that there was a lot of covert anorexia going on honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of went the other I... direction. Um, I, I actually, I actually was doing really great on the keto diet at the beginning of the pandemic and I kept that up for about six months and then I just went into a total like fat tunnel and I just said, okay, I'm just going to, I didn't like pack it on necessarily double but I, I gained all the weight back and I just, I just didn't believe anything. So I got into this kind of weird cynical place where it's just like I'm just not gonna believe anything because it's gonna change in a week anyway yeah. so I just I just I was just buffering you know there was just a, there was a lot of cognitive dissonance and, and people who were changing rules all the time and so I just internally I was just like I'm not gonna listen to any of this <laughs> right so I just I just shut it I mean like I was hearing the words from the media but I was just like mm mm you, this is going to be, you know, it's, it's religion this week, but next week it's going to be trash. So, uh, I just, I just kind of like, that's what I kind of did. So my action was to kind of be very on my own side that way and, um, just kind of hold the line. That's what I did to kind of hold the line mentally is that I didn't, I didn't plus out too much, but I didn't, I didn't. You know, negate or deficit. At at one point, you know, and this is a terrible admission. Uh, I I did eat a lot of edible pot to try to. to <laughs> I did eat a lot of edible pot in Washington State so that I could kind of kind of try to try to understand others, <laughs> because I was becoming really mentally inflexible. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna try really hard. So I just, I just did that and I hung out with this, this person and that's what we did. We would, we would like eat edibles and talk a lot and watch stupid. We wouldn't actually watch the movies either. We wouldn't watch the movies. Like we would put one on and then we would just sit there going, blah, 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 blah. You know, like people didn't really, because nobody was like really in close contact with one another. So that was like all clandestine. Do you remember that? During the the COVID pandemic, yeah, I mean there was not to mention
1: like like, nobody wanted to touch anybody because that's right. And so here is the thing: I figured it out, and I also figured it out by uh, me cuddling more with my partner. I actually slowly started to gain
0: the weight back a little bit. You started to survive again. That's right. Yeah, I I bought an enormous koala. I I mean like like a huge like it was like it's like two. Two and a half feet tall, like an enormous, like stuffed koala. That's what I did.
1: Yeah, for like I had to, <laughs> right? Like in order to mentally you gotta do survive, something. <laughs> yeah, like for me, like to for you to mentally survive, you had to like cuddle something because for right. me, I actually started. I actually started. People, people to... thought I was
0: like trying to uh, avoid the the. Um what is it, the diamond lane? They thought I was trying to hack the diamond lane when I was driving it home.
1: <laughs>
0: no. They're like, what is that? And they're like, it's a giant koala. Like, don't ask. Don't. You don't care anyway, so don't ask.
1: <laughs> you're just
0: like, you, you're, I'm like,
1: look. I you know can't... you don't care.
0: Stop asking me about this koala. <laughs>
1: look, here's the thing, though. Say, look, we can't touch each other, so I have to touch a koala. Get off my dick. <laughs>
0: Stop it! Just leave me alone. Yeah, and so you know, and then like... and then people started doing really weird stuff. Like they started stalking people. Like I got stalked during the pandemic. That's something I didn't tell anybody. Oh, no! I mean, it was really weird, and um, I just don't know how it happened either. Like I would, I have this building, and I would come out, and then this person would be there in the lobby. And then I'd go somewhere, right? I'd go somewhere 25 miles away. And I'd come back and then just magically appear in the lobby again. And this happened over and over and over and over. And I'm like, how is this happening? You know, and then I would just, I would, you know, I just changed my routines. Mm-hmm. And it still happened. So I started to like, I mean, it was, it was getting to a point where it was just like, okay, This person is obviously maladaptive, which is, you know, a way that they're, they're, they're like screwing, screwed up in their behaviors because pandemic. I had to blame it on something. I said, okay, Mm -hmm. pandemic mental illness. So, uh, so that's what I did. So I, again, this was a discipline of action. I had to, to reorganize what I was doing. And then I had to, I had to be crafty about, Telling, because there's all these weird rules around stalkers, right? You can't Mm -hmm. contact them, but you have to tell them. And then, you know, the people at the leasing office couldn't say anything either, but you're not supposed to talk to them. So they're like, it's like a riddle. You had to like kind of figure it out. So I had to be very careful. So I taped a note, because nobody said I couldn't do this. I taped a note in writing to their door and I said do not show up stay 10 feet away do not bother me okay and then you know they went to the office I heard about it you know afterwards but then the the leasing office sent a community-wide notice you should not post notes on anybody's door So I had gone to the police. I had gone to the leasing office. I had gone, you know. And the, and the police is like, you know what? This is just right in that gray area. Can't, can't really. He's not really done anything yet. Hasn't spoken to you. I know he's showing up really a lot and haunting you when you go to your car, which is creepy. But uh, it's just in this gray area. I can't really do anything. He hasn't said anything yet. Okay. So if I say something, then that puts a line there. So that was that was really tough. That was one of the toughest things I had to deal with during the pandemic. And I kept a baseball bat next to the door and in my car. <laughs> I hope you never have to deal with this. But I had to be extra crafty during that time.
1: Oh dear. But and another way that I um kept the discipline is once I started to like slowly but surely mentally get better because it was all like mental for me yeah um I think once I like started you know cuddling with my husband more because honestly I was like addicted I felt like I was like addicted to my husband's like touch during that time period like I needed it he's all you had
0: Yeah, it's all, it's it's you know there was just nobody else could be there you know so yeah. it's like he's he's like clingy yes yeah and, and it, it, go ahead
1: because here's the thing like my like I was addicted to my family hugging me I was addicted to you know all of you know I was addicted to my husband hugging me like I just I really because I'm my love language is physical touch so during oh my really yeah. You do so, the five love
0: languages. Can, can you yeah. tell listeners what the other four are? Or what, what's, what's yes. The... Words of
1: affirmation. Words of affirmation. Uh, quality, quality time, gifts, mm-hmm. and acts of service. Acts
0: um, of service.
1: Yeah, acts of service. So acts of service is basically like you doing something for somebody. Like, let's just say, I really like it. Like, let's just say, for example, somebody said, I really like it when my husband loads the dishwasher. That's mm-hmm. an act of service. And so for me, I like mine is definitely a combo of both. It's definitely physical touch and acts of service. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot like my dad in that way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, my mom is like you were your daddy made over. It's kind of weird. Um <laughs> having the There's a genetic versus... imprint
0: there, there's also yeah. like social basic socialization and yeah. all this other stuff. Um so when you set a goal to like you know you knew you knew that there was some basic need that you were trying to accommodate and and you had taken a hit meaning a loss you know with with a lack of physical touch you were not being compensated in that way uh, so so you were you were trying to you were reaching for ways and so you had to actually just accept this is the way it is i am not going to be touched and and i'm i'm going to need to to touch um fi- find a way around this and i'm going to have to mm-hmm. self nurture I don't have to be really tough about it. Tough. I got me a
1: whole-ass body pillow. Okay! That's what I'm saying.
0: I got the koala. I got the koala. Okay, and, and then, like... Because the koala... Actually, the koala is is representative of, of, of hugging. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a hugging animal. Like, in the wild. I like to cuddle. I'm a cuddler. Yeah, it's, it's a cuddler. Yeah. The koala is a cuddler.
1: Oh, and then, like, when... The whole, like, pandemic, it was over and everything. I did not want another dog. I will not, I I will admit, I did not want another dog. At least not at the, at, at the time. Um, but Brandon got me a Australian Blue Heeler when the pandemic was over. And I bawled. Aww. Well, I mean, that's great. I mean, because, you know,
0: but I think he should have probably helped out during the pandemic by getting you a dog at that point. Because I think think that pets and animals actually kept me more mentally healthy than anything else. Like my my cats, my cats crawling up in my lap and going, hey, mom. Hey, mom, I'm here. I'm with you. Can I have
1: some food? It's the fact on how big she is. It's the fact that she was, like, big and warm. It's the fact that she's, like, big and warm. And I was like, oh, this feels like another person in there. Like, you know, but with fur. You know, that's how it felt like. And so I was like, okay.
0: So, I mean, I just want to let you know that there is a discipline of desire, which is what they call stoic acceptance. And that the desire, uh, the discipline of desire is a form of therapy for passions um, based on psychological exercises drawn from Stoic physics. And then Mm -hmm. how to contemplate the present moment and that Stoicism is essentially a here and now philosophy and the amor fati. When I first started doing this podcast, I did the Unsanctioned Your Mind and I read that entire chapter, which is basically where we accept we are in a place of radical acceptance that that bad things are happening okay things that we do not control things that we have no control over and then we must then adopt this other discipline of action meaning like we have to be resolved in a, our planning okay we can't just abandon uh, abandon to 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 interfere fate because that's that's not that's not balanced like you can't just let things go to hell and you can't just you know overdo it either right because one because we're not allowed to overdo it meaning like you can't do 150 in a 75 miles speed zone because that's not moderation Mm -hmm. you will you will get pulled over or you will kill yourself or somebody else Um, That that's a perfect example it's it's, there's no autobahn in America so, but crashes on the Autobahn happen every day, and yeah. where people died. But that—that's the whole point. Is that if you exercise moderation, meaning like if you go with the flow of traffic, that's in the middle.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: when you when you do a discipline of action, you you have like this conscious choice. You know, I'm I'm gonna go with the flow of fate. If it happens, okay, that's great. I'm having a good day. Things are going my way. That's awesome. I'm with it. But if it doesn't go my way, I you know, I'm more fatigued. Like I'm gonna have a moment of, of radical acceptance. I'm gonna i I'm gonna be at peace with the pace of what's going on. Like I, I had a you know, tch, I've had so many egos floating around me in the last week and so that's been kind of like I'm I'm trying to ask God and the universe, like what does this mean that there's so many egos that I'm dealing with? You know, the, the, you know, anything ranging from, like, don't you know who I am to, you know, I'm just not going to talk to you because I think I'm on another planet that I own and and rule. And you can't be there because I, I run this planet over here. I mean, really out of touch stuff that's just, you know, I, I, I obviously can't be there with you on that planet. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, just stuff that's really far out. And, you know, and, of course, I am... I'm the one who's guilty of not getting it, right? (laughs) You know, if you were me, you could get this, but you're not me, so you're just going to stay over there until you learn that I'm God. You know, and it's just that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just really bothering kind of like,
1: ah. Or at least know where I'm coming from, or at least know how I feel about a certain situation on how to get to where I have to go. And, you know, like, my mom, she was just, like, she started, like, hating on me because I was going on a weight-gaining journey. Meanwhile, she's been trying to, like, do the opposite. And I was sitting over there like, Mama, like, both are just as hard. And we all yeah. wanna do things that make us feel confident. Like, for example, like, the really, really skinny girls – we honestly we feel like we're we're not feminine, so we got to show all this skin all the time.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there yeah. is kind of a compensation because I, I, yeah. I'll make a, I'll make an inference, okay? Like Kim yeah. Kardashian is like I don't know, she's mega mega boom boom. She's got a lot mm-hmm. of bass in the trunk there, yeah, and um, just God made her special that way. Lots of boom, lots of bap.
1: Uh, trust and, me, God did not make her that way. A very good. Well, may be, person maybe maybe a good
0: surgeon also helped, but you know, yeah. there there's a lot there's a lot going on there on purpose, and mm-hmm. so by by design, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> etv, and then there is Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now Taylor Swift can rock a runway. With, like, Victoria's Secret models who are like a toothpick. Yeah, a toothpick yes. with a, in, a, in a push-up bra, okay? And they wear angel wings, and they're really tiny, and you can see their little tiny bum bomb. And, you know, th- I, that's cute, but you're not going to stick, you know, this was in the year, I think, maybe 20, 2017. It was just, like, when everything was about twerking and, like, mm-hmm. mega booty. Like everything yes. was about A W S. yeah okay everything so I mean it was in the media I mean Lo got involved I mean and, and it was just painted it was wall-to-wall ass for like I don't know six and a half months at least one summer it was ridiculous and so how did Taylor Swift get in there and compete well she just she just went skinny and she did the supermodel stuff. So, which which mm-hmm. is, that's the only card you can play when you're that, when the, you're that Twiggy. Yeah. Like, you're, you're a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, and, and you can wave your size three, you know, and, and then, yeah. you know, people are supposed to be really mad at you because you can get in those clothes, and la, 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 la. la. But, you know, they don't have the base. Yeah. They don't have the base, so so I mean everybody wants what the other one doesn't have, and and each has their war tools. Everything each each has their war chest. You know the the really yeah. skinny girls have their war chest, and then the girls with a lot but of base. Here's the
1: thing: I felt like I had to show like more skin, mm-hmm. and um, whenever I did. You know, whenever I did weigh 107 pounds, I, did, I felt like I had to show more skin as a way to compensate or wear, like, skimpier clothes just to, you know, compensate for the fact that, hey, I am a woman. I do have curves and yada, yada, yada. Like,
0: Okay. Whereas, so, I mean, you're yeah. just... This is a great explainer for me. I'm going a little bit over just to get this explanation. Like, this is why they don't wear any clothes. Yeah. These, these little... The, the little Twiggies don't wear any clothes because... Because they are are trying to show what they have, they're they're trying to showcase what they got at the marketplace, and, and yeah. it's, it they feel like it's not a lot, but you know, and it's tighter. You gotta you gotta you gotta wear tighter. Yeah, so, you gotta
1: wear tighter. Tighter Titer and like,
0: less and less, you know, like higher, higher and tighter. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta wear like you gotta wear like crop tops and stuff like that to show that you have
0: like lots lots of midriffs. You yeah. Know, but then you know, then at, at there is a point where it gets ridiculous and then your your yeah. your husband's like, wait a minute, that's mine. You can't you can't show that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that's mine. Actually. You can you, you can't you can't show that. You can't show that. Right. I, I had right. I bought I bought some stuff from free people and I'm I'm gonna cut it off after this. I bought some I bought a a, a cut off short skirt, a yeah. skirt, a high skort from Free People. I paid like, I don't know, 90 bucks for like this much fabric. I brought it home and I'm like, look what I got, it's Free People, woo woo! And uh, I had to wear an extra like boy short cover, like you know, the girdle panty, Mm -hmm. because I had too much going on. I I didn't know at the time, he's like, you have to put something else on underneath that because I could see you. I could see everything, just go put it on that was that was the instruction he's like he's like go put it on like like he was a school headmaster like the principal like you cannot wear that outside <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> believe it or not i actually did a uh, bikini photo shoot at like 23 and my husband was totally fine with it me being the model for it so That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But I'm
0: I'm like, yeah. you know, in my 40s and and we have a deal like th- that's mine. Don't don't do that. That's not for prime time. Put that away. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like being I, 40
1: doesn't matter though. No, I mean I'm over
0: 40. Really, girl, I mean unless you're there, I mean you can't really you know, you're you're really enjoying the high and tight phase of being super skinny so until you get knocked up that's gonna be a totally different show okay we're out of time thanks for joining <laughs> this is supposed to be about the discipline of action and goals but um it ended up being about short skirts and and how to cover it all so we, well, we, covered, we covered it
1: right like, <laughs> you having discipline to show like to you know
0: no, okay, no, I mean, we, we, we went far, far away, but, yeah. but you know, but we did accept that there are things about our situation that, that yeah. we cannot change,
1: Yeah.
0: In, at least in the moment, and then we made a plan to adapt to those rough circumstances, and they involved, like, dogs and koalas, so, yes. <laughs> okay, we gotta wrap it up, all right, thank you for joining Day 75 of 100 Days of Colin at the Unsanctioned Citizen, come back, come back another time, we'll see you then. Yeah.
1: thanks for listening before you go hit the subscribe button remember that